Welcome to the Unfair Advantage podcast, brought to you by the authors of the business book of the year, The Unfair Advantage. This is the podcast for anyone who wants to understand the real forces that lead to success in life and in business. Authors and co-hosts Hassan Kuba and Ash Ali discuss entrepreneurship, self-awareness, and explore the journeys of their remarkable guests so they can understand what set them apart from the pack. Because behind every success story, there's an unfair advantage. Hello and welcome to the Unfair Advantage podcast. I'm your host Hassan Kuba and joining me today is the lovely Ash Ali. Ash, how are you feeling today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. We've been kind of doing a series now. So we've been talking about like information overload. We've been talking about how to choose what information to consume, what knowledge to get. We've been talking about how we need more wisdom rather than just more information. And then we spoke also about how in leveling up, it often isn't a lack of information. It often needs some more clarity, some more encouragement, some more accountability. And then we spoke a bit about coaching. And there was something interesting that we touched on in the last episode. There was two things, actually. Number one was throwing your hat over the fence. But then we also spoke about the idea of building your personal brand and how actually now is an interesting and a great time to do it because of this whole idea of the metaverse and Web3. We'd love to get your thoughts on personal brand building, having a presence online, as people call it. Yeah, what are your thoughts there? Oh, yeah. Personal brand. It's a very interesting one. A lot of corporates and big companies are now thinking about personal branding, how that affects them. In the work that I do, it's quite interesting that they're allowing individuals to build their personal brand within the company as well, not just as an individual. So that's an interesting thing. That's going to change in 2022. I suppose the question is, what is a personal brand, right? Is there a definition of what a personal brand is? How would you define a personal brand? I heard something really interesting recently, which is that the corporate equivalent of a reputation is a brand. So for an individual, it's your reputation, but for a corporation, it's their brand. That's interesting. And then, so now we're flipping it back to as a personal brand. So the concept of coming from companies to being to an individual and talking about a personal brand. So I think it's really interesting to think about it as your reputation or how you come across. What do people say about you? How do people feel about you? I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it. That's definitely a very interesting way of looking at it. I don't know if I read this somewhere, but I saw it. Maybe it was Jeff Bezos who said it. Your personal brand is what people say behind your back to other people without you being there. Which is your reputation, right? He just described your reputation. Yeah, which is your reputation. It's basically like status. In our book, The Miles Framework, we talk about money, intelligence and insight, location and luck, education and expertise, and status. And your status is your personal brand. It's how you come across. It's how do people perceive you. It's how many people know about you. How many people know, like, and trust you. And when you say personal brand building, you're probably wanting to get more people to know you and more people to like you and more people to trust you. It's the know, like, and trust, which is old school kind of marketing business way of thinking about it. It's breadth and depth. The breadth is more people and the depth is a deeper relationship where they can actually trust you and they actually like you and therefore they want to do business with you. Absolutely. I think the other thing is also about having a, a personal brand is that you can actually showcase and amplify who you truly are and be authentic about it. There's a lot of things with brands, with I suppose with corporate world, which is very different to the personal brand, which is actually you can be who you are and be authentic. And I think that's really important because 
sometimes brands can come across as being inauthentic and you just don't like the look and feel of what they're trying to do, right? Or they're trying to say something that doesn't make sense. And this happens in moments of life, like, you know, when Black Lives Matter happened, all these brands started doing all these funky stuff and you're like, ooh, and it felt disingenuous a little bit and it's just them going on the bad wagon rather than them being themselves and true. And I think this is quite interesting as well in what the brand is and who you are as an individual. So reputation, right? That's what it's about. It's your reputation. Absolutely. This is what you were talking about really there when you were saying corporations are allowing people to build their personal brands within the corporation and i believe that's because we're going through a revolution right now a shift from faceless corporate entity brands and towards personal brands and if you notice that ceos are actually working harder to build their personal brands because they understand the importance of it not just the big brand maybe in the 90s or even in the 2000s a lot of people wouldn't know who the ceos of big companies were for consumer brands in particular, but it's happening for B2B brands, really. People are starting to know who the CEO of companies are. People are starting to care who's behind a certain company. Again, it doesn't apply to everything, but there's definitely a shift. There's definitely a shift. So to know Tim Cook from Apple, to know Mark Zuckerberg, to know Elon Musk from Tesla and SpaceX, people know this. I see secondary school kids, like teenagers and stuff, they talk about Elon Musk and they talk about Jeff Bezos and stuff like that. And people didn't know who was behind Amazon. He wasn't a household name. Jeff Bezos is now pretty much a household name. Pretty much. People know who that is. People knew Bill Gates, but only because he was the richest man in the world. And I guess you could argue that's similar for some of the names I'm bringing now. But in general, people are caring much more about who's behind something. And it's the era of the influencer. And one thing that I talk about for Transformational Creator and a phrase that I was like, yes, that describes it really well is to be a knowledge influencer. And I think that really works as a thing. It's not about lifestyle. And I'm talking about the people we deal with, the people you're probably listening to this. You're not looking to necessarily be, you know, a model and do Chanel adverts or something. Like I'm sure some people have that as a pie in the sky dream, but in general, the more realistic dream that people are actually having is to be an Instagram influencer, to be an educator, to be a teacher. What is it that 30% of school kids when asked what you want to when you're older they said youtuber that's incredible i can't believe that it's a new era the personal brand i was telling you actually off air that today i was with a big ceo of a very successful scale-up company a startup that's scaling and has over hundreds of employees and this guy was saying to me well you know you've got a real big head start on this whole personal brand thing now that the metaverse is coming this is something that i need to think about so this guy was thinking about this and thinking like i need to work on this because he wasn't, he wasn't creating content online. He wasn't building a personal brand. And if you notice all the big VCs are now doing that too. Like it's not enough to just to have the big corporate name of the VC, the people within it each need to build their own personal brands. We're living in an era where people want to follow people. I saw an Instagram post once, which is quite interesting. People want to be brands and brands want to be people. people want to be brand. That's right. Yeah. That's really good. And I heard it somewhere and I was like, yeah, that makes sense, right? We're all trying to become brands, but the brands are trying to become more people, right? So basically the element that kind of is consistent between both those two statements or this big statement is the fact that we all want to be human and being human is very important. And I think those human elements of a brand are really important. So like being kind, for example, that's very, very important. That's right. I mean, one of the classic branding exercises, like old school branding exercises, which still exist, obviously, is if your brand was a person, what kind of person would they be? Right? It's ironic now that actually now we're just talking about people as brands. As you just said, like, I have to think about who am I as a brand? That famous quote from Jay-Z, he says, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman 
Meaning, <laughs> meaning, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business in and of myself. I think that's very powerful. I found the quote, Ash. The results showed British and American children were three times as likely, 30%, to want to be YouTubers or vloggers as they are to want to be astronauts when they grow up. So 30% want to be YouTubers and 11% want to be astronauts. Because it used to be everyone wants to be astronauts. Our kids aren't dreaming big enough, are they? Are they bringing me... <laughs> Have you seen these little kids who are on YouTube who just play with toys and they're making like millions? I think there's one in particular that I'm thinking of. Maybe they're hearing about how much money they make. I think that's the new celebrity, right? Like people wanted to be celebs or actors or something. And that's the new celebrities, YouTube. Do you think personal branding though is about becoming famous? I think a lot of people maybe sometimes don't want to admit to themselves that actually what they're looking for is fame. It's that innate drive to be liked and to be known. It's just something that a lot of us have. And I kind of grew up thinking I wouldn't like fame. And I still believe this, definitely. I would much rather be rich than be famous, right? But I think ultimately there is a bit of that fame driver, if we're honest with ourselves. I think a lot of people have it. Maybe not every single person, but just generally people do. It's just a human thing to want to be liked and known. Do you have to be famous to build a personal brand? The answer is no. And I think actually the type of fame that and we've discussed this before, the type of fame that we'd want is niche fame. We'd want to be known in our fields. We'd want to be known for, let's say, for startups or for building a creator business, let's say, or these are the areas that we're working on or whatever it is that we want to talk about or work on as authors of the Unfair Advantage book or as business authors or self-development authors. But we wouldn't want to be famous, like famous, famous, like mobbed in the street. Like who would want that? Like, that's crazy. Let me put it another way. Mainstream famous, like a household name. Famous. There's a lot of mental health issues that come with that. Because now you're exposing yourself to people who won't necessarily like you. Whereas for the most part, when you're niche famous, you're famous with people who like you because that's why they've sought you out. The type of thing that you're teaching or the kind of results that you're producing or the problems that you're solving. They're looking for that because they have that. So I think that's the kind of thing that I would want. And I think that's what I would recommend everybody in terms of their personal brand to really think about who is it, not just generally. It's a bit like marketing. You don't want your ad in front of everybody who's not relevant who wouldn't buy, who wouldn't be interested. It's a waste of money and it's a waste of attention. And actually it'll bring negative attention, if anything. What you want to do is be in front of the right audience. And I think it's the same for a personal brand. That kind of makes sense, you know, being known in your industry and in vertical rather than being known as a mass. The more you get known, the more security you got to think of, the more, there's so many things, privacy concerns, confidentiality, there's loads of things you got to think of. I remember once I was in a Nando's in London having a late night dinner with the co-founder Matt and a couple of other people. And as I was eating my peri-peri chicken, this guy kept looking at me from the other side of the table, kept staring at me, kept staring at me. And I was like, it eventually came to the point where I was like, oh my God, this is a bit weird. Right, so I carried on and carried on to it. Then eventually he came up to me near the end of my meal and just goes, oh yeah, are you the Just Eat guy? Ash, is it? It's like, oh yeah, I'm not the Just Eat guy, but yeah, I'm Ash. And it's weird to have that feeling with someone just recognizing you going, ah. Oh, it's just a weird feeling that I couldn't be myself then after that time, at that moment. And then he started pitching me his startup idea. And I was like, dude, I'm just having my peri-peri, man. I mean, come on, leave me alone, man. Let me, I'm here with my guys. And the wrong timing comes in and right. No, oh, I can take a picture, I can do this, can do that. And it's, I have a question around personal branding though. I think we all need to build our personal brand, even when you're working in the world of work, you know, like everyone has a brand of some sort. What do you stand for? What's your mission? I think when CEOs do it, it's what's their mission? What do they stand for? What are your values? So I think these are important questions that we should ask ourselves. I have this concern about personal branding where we come into the world where anybody can now create content and amplify it. 
So you can create content and you can amplify the hell out of it, right? And some of us, the good people aren't doing it. I have a lot of people in my network who don't have a personal brand, but are absolutely amazing at what they do. And I know them and a few other people know them. And I know that if they went online and did stuff, they'd get a massive following, but that's just not what they stand for, right? They just get on with what they want to do and they're going to move on and building their businesses and building what they're doing. And, but then I know a lot of other people I've met who from the outside seem to be massive online and amplified. But then when I meet them and discuss things with them, I'm like, this person hasn't really, it's a lot of style over substance. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. And I see that quite a lot. So how do you balance personal branding with style and substance? And how do you manage that? Because there's also this imposter syndrome in there that plays a part as well. But I do see that a lot. How do you balance that up? So I think this comes down to, it's a bit like how clickbaity do you want headlines to be a little bit? It's a bit about, about how to get attention. Some people get attention in ways that other people look at it and be like, oh my God, that's cheesy or that's corny or that's dishonest even. This happens quite often where they set off our spidey senses where it's like mm, something a bit dodgy about this person. There's some kind of fake guru scammy thing going on here. I don't know if I want to give examples because there are so many who just, if you try and dig into their backgrounds, you're like, what have they actually done? Who are they? There's an important point here, which is how do you go beyond working on your reputation within a company? and how people talk about you, which is so important versus building an audience and having a following. I think there's a distinction there. Like you can have a private Instagram account or a LinkedIn account where you literally just have people that you've met. You're a creator and you produce content and you share your ideas and publish. You publish stuff, you ship tweets, you ship <laughs> posts that are for people to help them or inspire them or whatever. I think there's a big distinction there. And I think that's the difference between living a private life and not wanting any fame or not trying to build a personal brand that goes beyond people that you've literally met or worked with versus building an audience. If you want to really grow a personal brand and then that's something that you can then monetize and do something with or leverage, then you should build an audience. Even if it's for a job, I was just going to say like, even for a job, if you posted articles, let's say you blogged or you put articles on LinkedIn or something, and then a prospective employer comes across that, they're like, ah, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about because he's regularly writing articles and posting them and people are liking them and getting value from them and they seem to make sense. So he's got expertise. Basically, it's a way of demonstrating expertise. It's a way to build authority and to become a go-to expert is to create content in that space. Whether that's giving public speeches, that's like the offline way is to just go on stage and giving talks because they have that effect of being on stage and then people assume that you're the expert because you're on stage or whether you're doing the equivalent online in the metaverse, whether it's on LinkedIn or whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. If you're publishing stuff that's adding value and building, showing that you know what you're talking about, then you're going to become the go-to expert. People will go to you when they have questions about a certain thing. And there's so much power that comes with that. And I think that's an important distinction to make. Like reputation is very, very important. That's like the foundation. And I think there's a quote from Warren Buffett, which I've been able to pull up now because I was like, ah, there's a great thing he says. He says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. It's really important. He says, if you think about that, you'll do things differently. I think it's so important to think long game. You know, you think long-term. Most of the scammy stuff, is so short-term thinking that it's like, it's very self-destructive, right? Very self-destructive. But ultimately you'll get found out if it's fake, if you're a fake guru or you're a fake coach or you're selling unhelpful, plagiarized online courses or something, right? But if you want to build a reputation and do something for the long term, it's a different game.
That makes sense here. Yeah. So for our listeners, who do you think is a personal brand which are really nicely done and why? Just top people that come to mind are people that I've started to get to know actually online. So one is Marina Mogilko. She's Silicon Valley girl on YouTube. And actually she's more, her even bigger channel. She's got like, I don't know, a million followers or something on that. I don't know how many, but her even bigger channel is Lingua Marina, where she teaches people how to speak English better. People whose second language is English and how to improve their accent and stuff. She's built a, a brilliant personal brand online with a huge following. And she really shares from her life. And, you know, there's lots of different ways of doing this, obviously, but like, that's just an example. Another example is Ali Abdal, who I've worked with closely and I've coached in terms of his book as well. Done some coaching in terms of him getting a book deal and all of that. And he's also a good friend. He did a review and summary of the Unfair Advantage book and it went viral. So he's a great example of an online brand. So that's just two examples, but I'm thinking of educational or transformational creators. And those are the people that I think about a lot, but personal brands can just be built by having a great LinkedIn profile and having a great work history and having a lot of people endorse you or Twitter following. It's interesting you say that actually. One of my friends has uh, raised over a million pounds for their business. As he was going through the fundraising process, the people who were going to give him, uh, so I think it was a second part that he was raising like, 600,000 pounds. And he was like, they did a lot of due diligence on him. And they looked at all his Twitter, Facebook and everything. And he goes, my Twitter profile picture was me in Dubai with a sh my shirt off with a shisha blowing some smoke out. And he was like, oh my God, they looked at this and they must've thought, what an idiot is this guy? He's looking to raise 600,000 pounds on this kind of product that they're working on, which is a sustainable product that they're working with. So he gave the complete different vibe. Obviously, if you're looking at that and you're going, hmm, this is kind of interesting, right? So he went back and changed all these pictures, made them a bit more, you know, normal looking rather than just this, you know, having a party and stuff. And especially from a business perspective, right? Because they're going to look at your social media. So even if you're not using them, he doesn't even use them that much, but it was just... Ah, that's interesting. So I think the first point for anyone to look at building their personal brand is probably to do an audit of what they look like when they're typing their name in Google. That's the first step, right? Because you type your name in Google, what comes up and who else comes up there? Do you have a first page listing? I think most people, when they're building a brand, most people go to Google to look at anything, business, work, life, dating, anywhere. People will always go to Google and type your name in and say, okay, I wonder where this person has been or are they any visible anywhere? So your visibility online is very important, I think, as a personal brand, like you said. And then how do you amplify that? You create content and the content is what gets top of the search engines and then therefore you own that search engine. So I think it's really important to even start from the basics of actually when people type in your name in Google and it's something which I, let me just see what happens if I do mine. I've not even done it for ages. Let's see what happens and hopefully the, here you go, look. So LinkedIn comes at the top. There's a head teacher in Tessington who's also called Ash Ali. My website comes up at the top. My Twitter comes up at the top. My website needs redoing. My Instagram's right there at the top. My book publishing on profile books is right up there. Book listing is there. And you come up with me. So it's interesting, right? What comes up? Or at least the social profiles, you know, at least being in control of that. That's important, I think. There is an element of being able to not just control, but create content for that. And if there's anything that's online that's reputationally bad and affecting you, you should fix that because people will look at it. I look at it. I Google especially when I'm hiring people, you know, if they send me a link to their website or their blog post, I read their blogs. I actually go to their website and check it out, right? I can spot things. I can see how they are, got attention to detail. Then I see other people who apply for a role and they've not done any online marketing, they've got no portfolio. I'm like, what can I look at? What can I see around you? What are you about? That helps me have the conversation starters as well. So it's interesting. I think in this day and age, everyone should start building a personal website or a place where they can build their portfolio. I think the point is that you just need to be in control. 
like you need to proactively do something. And I guess that goes back to create content that's helpful for people. And I think that is the best way to build a personal brand. It's really is that otherwise who cares? And you're not in control of it really. A hundred percent. Once you create content, it goes out and then your name gets listed next to it. People search for it. You're going to be there on other people's websites. You don't have to have your own website for that. I think sometimes people just build a website and it's a flat website with nothing on it, but you know, keeping it updated and fresh with content on it and linking to it makes sense as well. That's an interesting subject matter about personal branding and the new age of thinking around how that works. I know you teach a lot of this on the uh, transformational creator course that you're doing, right? That's right, yeah. Whenever you're listening to this, there might be a waiting list that you could find on the unfairacademy.com where you can enter your name because we do cohorts maybe once or twice a year. It's a relatively new thing. But like if we have the doors open for you to join the transformational creator course, then yeah, you should look into it. If this stuff is interesting to you, this is what we're really passionate about, really, because you can really help people to level up. It feels great. You have a positive impact and you level up yourself by doing it, by coaching, by creating content, by helping people level up, maybe create your own online courses or group coaching, or just once you have a big enough audience, you could create the brand deals, you could do bigger online courses like on Skillshare and things like that, Teachable, loads of opportunities. It's a really interesting space and it opens up so much serendipity that can happen. So much luck can come in like an inbound. If this is marketing, this is how to develop inbound leads basically for whatever you want, whether you're starting a business or whether you just want to get a really good job at a really good company. These are all ways that you can get to that point. Yeah, yeah. I just noticed Hass. I went and typed in my name and then obviously all the stuff comes up. I've not done this for a while, actually. I need to do an audit of this, but Goodreads comes up. We've had over 1,100 ratings, which is fantastic. We've had over 385 ratings on a book on Amazon. 4.5, 4.6 out of 5 stars. It's amazing, right? Thank you, everyone, for leaving a review. If you haven't done so and you're listening, please go away to Amazon and Goodreads and leave us a review about the book. We do read them all. Sometimes we even respond to some of them. Yeah, feel free to reach out to us on those channels as well. Any final points about personal branding that you want to finish off on, Hassan? Start to build your reputation and start to get in control of what you look like when people Google you, when people put you in on YouTube. The second biggest search engine in the world is YouTube. And if you're trying to build an audience, then start to consider how you can reach more people. And right now, as of early 2022, probably the most viral algorithmic way you can reach people. And it, it might not be the way that you like, but I think there's a lot of opportunity in TikTok and people still think that it's just for kids who are dancing, but even Instagram reels can go down that path. And the other one that's probably underrated is Twitter. Twitter is very interesting. It's the actual LinkedIn for the elites. That's where they actually connect. That's where they actually network, but you have to be in the right circles. You have to understand how to talk that language. You have to understand how to put valuable content, interesting, valuable content into short tweets and that's not easy and that's something that i'm still working on every now and again i haven't done it for a while but just to really think oh, twitter is a great place to share valuable things but it's a skill to build so pick whatever you like whether it's twitter whether it's tiktok whether it's youtube videos whether it's article writing whether it's posts on linkedin or whatever field that you want to do this in but just create i think it's about creating rather than just consuming yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Last time, that's been a great little episode on personal branding and learning more about some of the tips around that. Thank you very much for sharing some of those insights. Hopefully, we'll see you on the next episode of The Unfair Advantage. Thank you very much for listening to us. And please do try and rate the podcast as well. It gives us encouragement to do more. 
and any subjects or any topics you want us to talk about feel free to ping us we're on linkedin instagram twitter or if you're watching this on youtube you could watch because we'll have the video stream as well just drop us a comment thank you very much everyone bye bye take care so thank you for listening to the unfair advantage podcast we're available on the podcast app of your choice as well as on youtube as a video podcast for more information on how to find your unfair advantage visit us at theunfairacademy.com